Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you all this morning. We have a short time this morning. Um, I honestly forgot to tell you about the interview with BBC yesterday, um, what time they are hearing it. So I didn't remember, and I still don't know what time it is. I think I forgot to tell you, Pastor Fumi, that I'd gone to Blab somewhere. Well, I'm sure you'll bear the consequence later. I don't know. Whatever I said. Well, I, I was decent. It was good. It's, it's a radio. So, actually, I think what I'm going to do going forward, I'll only do interviews with Christian people. <laughs> I love them now. <laughs> Act of the Apostles. And I'll intend to, this is not the return of ministers class, but we will endeavor to do it once um, once a month as time, as time may permit because of the setup team. So thank you. Thank you for being here, working in different um, department over time. I thought this morning, because it's a reenactment of something that we do all the time and that we should do for those that are ministers and probably those that will be, and we've discovered that this house is a worker's house. In other words, it must be a place where people don't have to spend a lot of time before they are deployed to work for God. And the question always is, but what experience have they got? I'll tell you what experience you need, desire. Blessed, did the Bible not say, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And so I need to press into purpose more before I know how to do things right. I've been following ministry things for a long time, and I see people miss it at old age more than at young age. You don't start to misbehave when you are older. It starts when we're young. And so I still don't understand. So I was sitting down on one of the days this week with um, a gentleman who is a pastor, two pastors actually, but one of them, I told you on Periscope, one of them, the dad... Is a very popular pastor and all that. And before he heard about Spark, he had gone to the dad. He pastors two churches here for the dad. It's a worldwide ministry. You will know the name if you ever hear it. And I'm, you're not going to hear it from me, though. Um, maybe not, maybe. Um, and he, he just traveled back home to tell whatever home is to tell the dad, I'm not doing this anymore. I think there is something better. I don't know what it is, but I think there is something more than what we're doing. I'm just saying that to say that there is a revival that is brewing. People, uh, your generation, looking for something more. And that is why I think that God has set you. And the most ridiculous thing, and I must say this, and I think I've seen this day before. Um, so... Because I've seen this day before, let me repeat this therefore. The most ridiculous things that press can ever do is to come here with their, with their good intention or whatever intention 
and begin to ask about the shoe you wear. I think it's completely insensitive for a 14-year-old to die and then you see where there might be solution and what you're concerned about is what kind of shoe do they wear. I think it's insensitive. I think it's barbaric. I think it's backward. And I think it is whatever it is. But what are the principles that continuously gives us results as I mobilize and motivate you leaders that we must keep focus? When we're in the world, the, the, um, the duty of Satan through whatever instrument is to undermine your effectiveness. Is to undermine what God has called us to do. And please, um, this is not racial in any way, shape, or form. If it is black people, it must have some things in it that is not clean. It's the world that we've come to inherit. But it must not stop us. Because the Bible says we should not let evil stop us from doing what is good. And knowing that one day we're going to stand before God and give an account of how we reacted to humans. So one of the things that we're doing this year is to mobilize ourselves more. And in the name of Jesus, stop evil in our community. So I was saying to one of the community leaders yesterday, let me be clear. I'm not into community work. I'm into the gospel. What changes life is the word of God. What changes life is the scripture. So what is the mobilizing point for the early church? Because they were relevant to their community. And I'm going to just stay on that line for the few months that we're going to have few times together as ministers. I'm just going to stay in the line of what worked. It is not the organization of anti-knife or anti-gun. And God says, if we go into that, we will become as ineffective as those that we met there are. As ineffective as they became. So, what we must have as the foundation, and what I'm going to share this morning may be so basic. However, it is a reminder of what makes Spark Nation, Spark Nation. And Spark Nation, you're making the difference because you are different. The, the moment you become the same, you will not make any difference anymore. And if you don't make any difference anymore, there is no need for another church. There are many churches everywhere. You already know what they're going to do this morning. You already know when they're going to take the offering. The choir will come and sing one very long, boring song. Yeah, they'll be changing tones. They'll go, and key two, key three. And it's long, and it's very sleepy. But for us to make a difference, we saw, and I'm going to start from where I stopped on Thursday, I think, the, or whatever day. The Bible says that when they saw the boldness and the courage, the courage of Peter and John, is that scripture already? When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they realized that these were unschooled people. And someone said to me, you know what, um, I love what you guys are doing and it's beautiful, but have you heard of the child's trust before? And maybe there are things to learn from there. I said, there's nothing. They said, well, but last year, Prince Charles Trust or Charles Trust um, helped 4,000 people. I said, where are these guys? Help them to do what? 
Because we may be misconstruing what our own assignment is. Everybody, and I've told you before, where is the outrage on social media on a 14-year-old dying? Where is it? It's non-existent, right? Where is the outrage of the shoe you wore to church this morning? Everywhere on social media. A generation that is annoyed about someone's shoe and is not annoyed about a 14-year-old that is stabbed eight times. And let's face the fact, and I've said this on radio yesterday. Hey, no, let's not face that fact. Let's leave it. Act of the Apostle, when they saw, quickly. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. So when these guys were speaking, they started to do their search. They searched the Abbott school record. They realized Peter's name is not there. They searched Cambridge. Peter and John were not there. When they realized... That these guys were unschooled. They've never been to any formal school before. No education. But they saw something. They saw their courage. Meaning that the new world order in court. Is going to be for men and women who have courage to do the right thing. Talk to me now. It's going to be for men and women who know this is just right. It is not about what is acceptable in the society. It's not about what the media or the other people who oppose everything that is right. It's not about what they will frown at. It's about courage. And that's what I came to speak about this morning. And I learned Pastor Obi and Pastor Busola has been speaking about boldness. Because what God filled the apostles with was the spirit of boldness. And this boldness is to do what is right. This courage is not to pursue just the things that we will live in this world. But to pursue the things that leaves this world changed. Because we came. Are you with me? And so, when they saw this attribute, and it would take the same thing. The next one for entrepreneurs. The next level of entrepreneurship. Whilst people are still studying in Harvard, we can create new things. But also, I've got to tell you about the mind that is ready for this boldness. It's got to be a mind that is already detached from the things of this world. The Bible says, which one of you intending to move with God as a soldier... Entangles himself with the affairs of this world. And so how do organizations become ineffective? They all of a sudden have this little fame and everybody's thronging to look at their fault. And you know one of the things I told the press the other day, one of the most disgusting hypocrisies is this. You, you're going to start your, your vain ways of treating a church that causes change in our community like a celebrity church. This is not an acting stuff. This is not a matter of John Travolta or John Belinda Bonzi. 
This is a matter of life. An actress, an actor, a, a footballer, a basketballer comes, you pay him. And he does whatever you want him to do. You pay him and, or her. You say, you look, we need to, you to be a clown for this film. He says, okay, I'm a clown. They say, we need you to be a shooter for this film. He say, okay, I'm a shooter. You pay him. You say, I need you to go into the moon. He say, okay, there we go. This walk is, if you miss it, someone's life on the street is going to be taken. And we're not just talking about gun-related offenses alone. We're talking about from depression to suicide. I said, this is a serious matter. So, better switch off that camera thing unless it can help do it. If it is just to talk nonsense about it, you've got blood on your neck. And you, and we said it today, when the press comes and say, oh, well, are you able to finance this? Or are you able to finance this? Well, um, so, if it is not someone owned by you that puts their money in, it can't survive. That has to be a musician. Imagine an idiot asking me if Kelly puts money here. Kelly. So you are supposed to be more educated. So you think if a person just goes on X Factor and sings, uh, then they say, oh, here is two million. It is ourselves now. It's our problem. And the only way we can solve it is courage. I need you to look at your neighbor now and say courage. And, and that courage is not just for those dealing in gangs and all other things. It is also for those who know. Let me say this now. For those who know, those who have this way of the gospel, but they do not have the courage to do it this way. It is easier to quote the Bible. It is more difficult to do it. Huh? Did you hear what I just said? It is easier to quote it, crown it. Begin to say in John chapter 2 verse 3, and you read it out, and people say, wow. But you see, to do that John 2, 3 is the issue. So let's lay the apostolic foundation. I've got 10 minutes when they saw the courage. Quickly, pastor. That they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. How did they know that they've been with Jesus? They saw their courage. I said it on Periscope. That the smallest of us must have enough courage to know that they can change their community. That must be the mentality of the small, in quote, if there's anything called smallest, of a spark national must know that they are not a religious project. That people sit down to say, oh, be free from depression. Of course, if you are new and you're just coming in, that's fine. But imagine we gather around to talk to Pastor Nathan about depression. And say, well, you know, the way it's moving now, it's moving mad. Let's talk to him. No, we're not going to talk to him. We'll just have to chalk him out. 
Why? Because the smallest of us, a community, and that can be a community in prison like Kim is doing now. That can be a community in fashion designing because it's the same problem there. Sometimes you will get to hear the story of few billionaires or, or people that you think have made it, and you will think, and you will know this man is depressed. If a multi-billionaire can be taking a new picture of himself to send to a lady, then you know it's not about sexual act anymore. It's a level of extreme depression. So their money is not caring them. So, wherever field you find yourself. Now, so the first thing in courage would be, are you going to do what is right even if it doesn't bring in money? Or even if it doesn't seem as if it's going to bring in money? Would you step up to a community and do what is right? So, Peter, and I want to show you how non-poor the apostles were. Now, the Bible says there was no lack among them, right? But I realize it's not among the disciples. It's among the apostles. We're going to read it in a moment. So let's jump to chapter 4 now of Acts of the Apostles. And let's see what happens. So, so that you know why God needed to bring us together to be a church of unified leaders. Because if you are not in leadership, you don't have a feet. Uh-uh. I know you didn't hear that. And those who had possessions sold it and brought it to the apostles' feet. Now, we've got to now trace the history of feet from God's feet to everybody's feet. Leadership is what gives you that feet. Are we there yet? Act of the Apostles, is it chapter 4? Read, sister, please. All the believers were one in heart and mind. Yeah. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. The first thing that gives us access to the blessings of God over a commission, a commission or a mandate like we call it, is to be a believer. I'm not talking about believer in Christ now. You've, you, you've entered the first step, you're a believer in Jesus Christ. Then you become a believer in a cause. In other words, all over the nation this morning, there are hundreds, if not thousands of churches meeting. And we must be able to go from church to church and ask, what do you guys believe in? And I think the best you will hear on most occasions is we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that he died and resurrected and that's fine. But what makes us gather every Sunday then? So, how do you access the blessing and the anointing of a senior pastor or a leader or whatever the case may be? You've got to believe in the mandate over that house. So, what is our own mandate? We believe that every young person, number one, must know God and must be wealthy. Why must they be wealthy? So that they can go back and bring economic change to their community. Now, how do we define wealthy? Wealthy to us means that they must be resourceful. Huh? Working in purpose. So our definition of wealthy is not how much they got stored up in their bank account. It's how much their line is. 
how many lives they are touching. So why do we gather every Sunday? To get this vision straight and then for myself or any of your pastors to equip you with what it takes to be this. Now, so if you've become a minister, an evangelist, or a leader, the question will be, do you believe that? Because all the believers were of one mind. Now, when we get one mind on this kind of mission, the first thing is we will not compare ourselves with other churches. Because then others will come and say, this is the way we sing. We say, but our mission is different. Are you listening to me? This is the way we jump. No, but our aim is different. All the believers were in one accord and then what? Quickly, I've got no to stop No one now. claimed that any of their possessions was their own. What, what brings everybody's possession together? What they believe in. Huh? Our possession. So, churches complain people are not given. You know why? Their beliefs are different. So, you have 300 people sitting down with 300 beliefs. Well, there's one belief. We believe in Christ. But what are we supposed to do when we leave this fire conference today? Everybody in this house must go toward the same hymn. I'm looking for the next young person to me. I'm all a person that, I, and again, I've said this again and again to, 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 to the adult. By young person, I don't care about 17 or 70. It's about how receptive the heart is. They were believers. The moment you begin to believe in what God called us to do as a church, as a house, there is no way the flow of the blessing will not be upon you. I won't give in to something I don't believe in. Because it's going to be a waste of my money. I've been a pastor for a while. So I look at this person, that person. Why is she not progressing? And she will begin to progress the moment I believe line up. So she's coming reluctantly. He's coming reluctantly. Hearing the word, I'm thinking, yeah, Pastor Toby said that, boy. You're hurting yourself. You better go sit somewhere where you believe. But you see, the issue with that is... The grace and the anointing that man or woman carries better be heavy enough to write the purpose of your life. But if it is just a change because of convenience, but you and the man or woman, you're going down. You know why? The anointing it carries is not enough for you to share. Why? The Bible says how good it is for brothers to dwell together in harmony. It is like the oil on the head of Aaron. It comes from the head of Aaron to his beards. And it flows to the garment. If the oil coming on the head of the guy is not enough to reach the beard. The people in the house are the garment of the priest. Ah, they didn't hear that one. The people in the house are the garment of the priest because the sowing of the garment must come from the giving of the people in the house. If your giving is not sowing him a garment, you have a naked priest, my friend. There's no more time. I think I have to stop now. They brought it to the... Read on quickly now. I've got to stop, really. With great power. Okay, I have five minutes, Mike. 
time is faster. Yep. With great power, the apostles continued to testify. Why did they have great power? All, they all believed the same thing. There is nothing, 10 billion press cannot stop this nation if our belief is the same. That's why I keep telling you, when a minister walks out, now, when a minister goes back into the world, you have to snatch them out of fire. When a minister walks out by talking nonsense, you have to shut the door behind them. Why? They will divide your belief. You will have lots of number, but no power. Everybody will be suffering. And I say, oh, so can't you suffer for me? I say, why should I? Jesus already suffered for you. Yes, ma'am. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. Please, I ask you, Bible study is important, prayer meetings are important, and we should keep to it, please. But it is not one of the reasons why great power was at work in them. And I say, why did you stop prayer group and prayer, um, you know, there was a day in church, I think it was Pastor Mark that initiated it, sorry if it's not you. We said, you must have prayer partners in this church. So turn to your neighbor and look for someone that will be your prayer partner. These fools become gossip partners. Eventually you ask, Why did, where did you get it from? He said, oh yeah, when we were praying with my prayer partner. I said, okay, end of it. These guys call themselves and say, ah, oh, let's pray for Henry. Okay. But there's got to be prayer points. <laughs> so, 10 minutes into prayer, it's now God. You know those prayer where you talk inside it? <laughs> ah, my, our dads used to do that thing, isn't it? Long prayer, talk. You'll start a story. You'll start with an example. Prayer charge, right? Gossip. So what will keep, what is, the sustain, what is the sustaining power for this house? That's one of the questions pastors keep asking me. How sustainable is it? How sustainable is it? No, the sustainability lies in your accord. There is nothing, no financial target, nothing that we cannot do if we all believe the same. They believe, none of them said their possession was theirs, uh-huh. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. They were experiencing free gift in how many? Them all. Please note that. God's grace was so powerfully in, at work in them all. But at this point, it was still talking about disciples. It means that if we have a unified house, when you go out on Monday, whatever you lay your hands on, grace will be there. But once it's disunified, you will find it difficult to do the easiest thing. God's grace was on them whole. That's why nobody can say, well, I'm a believer, but I don't go to church. Because for grace to be distributed, there must be them. Uh -uh. Did you hear what I just said? For me to experience grace in recruitment, in um, uh, whatever else anybody does. There must be a them. If there is a them and you can manage by grace to unify the them, God's grace will be working in your workplace on Monday. 
Why are you not experiencing grace? There is still a detachment in you. You say things like, I, I just love pity. It's just the people around. No, no, no. Pity doesn't need your love. It is the people around that you must love. If grace is going to be on you, otherwise you will shut the door of grace against yourself. And you see, when you talk to failures, be careful when failures begin to love what you say. It means you've joined the group and grace will be on you all as well. Everybody needs a group in life. They look for themselves. There's a group of people who have left Spark. They form a group. The Bible says that rebellious will dwell in dry places. Mark my word. I'm not here to play. Or they'll form a group because there must be them all. There must be something in common. If there is no unifying among the opposition as well, Satan will not rule supreme there. Us grace was upon them all. Uh-huh. That there were no needy persons among them. Uh-huh. For, for from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet. Can I quickly tell you something? Don't let anyone put anything in you that contradicts this given style. This is your Bible. Nobody can brainwash another person by reading the Bible to them. I say, ah, how do you give like that? Please, the apostolic, the first church where we saw the pattern. The Bible never recorded here that they gave tithe. And those who had need sold them and brought the 10%. percent according to Malachi chapter 3 verse 99. They had a given style. It was the apostles' feet and they distributed to anyone who had need. The apostles became so powerful and wealthy that the nation reckoned with them. But they still had persecution. Father, this morning, I'll stop there. And the next minister's class will continue. Father, this morning, we come before you and we lay our lives down for this work. You're the one who started this journey with us. And you have a purpose that we have not fully discovered. What we are asking you this morning, Lord, is... That you continue to reign supreme. Whatever you are leading us to. Lead us Lord. In Jesus precious name. We have five minutes break whilst the church gets ready to start the service. You're welcome. God bless you.